Welcome to TTM Cast One on One with Jeff Baker. Every Wednesday, we'll bring one on one interviews with hobby professionals, former athletes, authors, and collectors. Sponsored by Certified Sports Guarantee. Go to csgcards.com for sports card grading for the win. And by sportscollectorsdaily.com. If it happens in the hobby, you'll find it on sportscollectorsdaily.com. And sponsored by gemrate.com. The latest grading statistic from the four major grading companies is just a click away. Visit gemrate.com. It's free. Sponsored by Collects, the free app for scanning and valuing your cards. Use the app to build your collection and buy and sell with other collectors. Turn the hobby into your side hustle. And now, here's our host, Jeff Baker. Hello, everyone, and welcome to TTM Cast One on One. It is September 20th, Wednesday, Drew, September 20th. My name is Jeff Baker. I am your host of this fine, fine program, and I'm joined with my friend and co-host, Drew Pelto, from Arlington, Texas. He's there. Hey, Drew. Hey, good to be here. Got another show. We got, we've been cranking out shows left and right here, my friend. Feels like we have. Yeah, I mean, it feels like we just did the uh, most recent one, but Saturday was, what, it's already been three or four days since then. I so know, it's, like, it's oh, just... Really? Just flying by. Well, Drew, we have a fun show today. We have Alan Lewis. He is a Wade Boggs collector and a Red Sox fan. He's a North Carolina man, and uh, he has a great drawl, Drew. So we got we got we, nice. have, we have the Southern drawl, which I I love, and he's going to be our our guest on today's show. A uh, lot of stuff going on. Just first, and remember, collects our friends from collects. Uh, download the collects app. It's free in the App Store, and uh, once you get your username your collects username and send it over to us and we will send it over to collects and they will send you a ten dollar coupon to use in their marketplace on any card you want all you have to do is send us your collects username and your email address to ttmcast at yahoo.com and we'll sell you send you 10 bucks or collects will send you 10 bucks right you can use yep. it in their marketplace. Make sure you do that. We've got a couple of raffles going on. Then we're going to give away some prizes on Saturday. We have two card cradles that we're going to give away. So if you want to win a card cradle from our friends at cardcradle.com, all you have to do is send me your mailing address, your name and mailing address to ttmcast at yahoo.com. And that'll win you uh, a card cradle. Also, we have two Reed Larson books. We had Reed Larson on as a guest uh, last week, and we've got two of his new, brand new books that we're going to give away on Saturday. Same thing, just send your name and your mailing address to us at ttmcast at yahoo.com. That's the most the most powerful email in, in the hobby, right, Drew? Yes, all exactly. Sorts of stuff. So we got. Collects Marketplace, 10 bucks, two card cradles, and uh, two Lead Ross, Reed Larson books that we're going to give away on Saturday. So if you want to win uh, a book, if you want to win a card cradle, if you want 10 bucks, all you have to do is send us send us your information and we will uh, we'll we'll we'll, we'll uh, take care of it. We got a lot of people entered. So you get you get a shot. Send us your name and your mailing address, and we will let us know if you want to win the card cradle, if you want to win the Reed Larson book, or if you want a ten dollar coupon you can do all three as well and all you have to do is send it to us at ttmcast at yahoo.com that's right also we are going to be doing some appraisals with less wolf so if you have anything want less to do an appraisal just send us a uh, a picture and a brief description and we will do that uh, i think we're going to do that next saturday drew 
So not cool. this Saturday coming up, but next Saturday we will be we'll be doing some uh, appraisals with Les Wolf. So if you uh, want to Les to do a free appraisal of one of your items, just send it a picture and um, a brief description, and Les will do an appraisal of that. Um, and then also Drew Nick Chubb, what happened? Uh, what happened? It was a dirty tackle. He was engaged up high and. Fitzpatrick or whatever his name is comes in and just cuts him about as low as you can possibly cut a guy as a dirty tackle as far as I'm concerned. And a lot of non-Browns fans tend to think so too when I've asked them. So I know. I got I have him on my fantasy team and I, I was like, oh my God. The guy was such a talent. And this is the second time he's hurt that same knee. I don't I don't know if he's gonna be able to come back. He's not. I don't I I'm fully expecting this ends his career. And it's just, I mean. It's typical Steeler behavior. I've come to expect this out of that team. And, well, there's another prime example of it in this one. Yeah, it, I thought it was a dirty tackle as well. And, oh, my God, I needed – I think I needed, like, seven points from him in the defense last night. And I did get it to get my win. But just uh, – it was it was too bad because the, the kid was a talent and he was uh, – he, he, he was having a, a great year already. And it's just too bad. Very sad. It's just I'm I'm sitting here wondering at this point what did Cleveland do to deserve this consistently, repeatedly, every single damn year in every sport something goes wrong and this is it again. It's, I I feel so bad. So uh, well well fingers crossed fingers crossed prayers with this for him. But uh, I think you're right. I don't think I don't think he's come back from this. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've got uh on the collecting front this week so far very quiet i haven't haven't gotten any ttms back i did get um my bro- my brother-in-law is a patriot season ticket holder and he sent me a uh, one of those brady comm- commemorative tickets so i did get nice. that i did get that in the mail which is kind of cool i want to remind everyone i have an article on uh, ttming and sports collectors daily so make sure you check that out drew how's your week going so far Pretty slow so far. I have a TTM that's supposed to be coming in today on, uh, according to my informed delivery, so I'll be talking about that on Saturday once I get it in. Uh, funny thing with a Sport Lots order that I had, I made one for back when the Northwest Arkansas was coming to town to play against Frisco. One of the packages got sent out. It had tracking on it and everything, and it never moved from the post office in Ohio that it was sent from. Finally got it in yesterday, and I'd already been refunded on it. I talked to the guy who was, uh, or I talked, I talked to, uh, the guys that run sport lots there and they said, yeah, we'll refund you on it. The guy who actually sent it messaged everybody said, Hey, I bought for like any of you who bought stuff for me for like the last two weeks or so. Yeah. The post office lost a whole bunch of it. I had to really go down and rattle some cage and they eventually were able to find what happened with all of it and get it resent out. So I finally got those. To, I mean, not that it really matters at this point, but good ending there at least. Yeah. Nice. And, uh, yeah. And then uh, this weekend I'm hopefully going out to the uh, Mariners and Rangers game. Looks like I'll be going to that one on Sunday. So, uh, might have some time to try graphing that one. We'll see how it goes, but yeah, give it a try. Yeah, it's really hard to graph for uh, professional baseball games. I don't, I don't know how you do it, my friend. It's all about luck and just finding the couple spots where you might be able to get somebody. But yeah, even with that, I'm not really betting on uh, landing a whole lot there. All right. Well, I think we got all our housekeeping in order. We got batting lead off, Drew. Batting lead off. Batting, batting lead off. It is hobby happening. Let's get the show started. Leading off, we look at hobby happenings. 
Smart collectors turn to Sports Collectors Daily to stay up to date. From new releases to incredible collections hitting the auction block, news from inside the business of sports collectibles, and much more, Sports Collectors Daily has it, all with no subscription cost. SC Daily also delivers a live look at the most watched sports card auctions on eBay for every sport. Sign up to get the headlines in your email for free or just visit the website whenever you like. With 16,000 stories in the archive going back 16 years, there is always plenty to read at sportscollectorsdaily.com. But we got a, f- a few news items to report. First, I want to f- congratulate our friends at Collects. They have now over 200 million cards scanned into their app. Imagine that, Drew. 200 million cards. That's something. I finally bought one, too, with the uh, with the uh, money we got from the uh, the $10. There. Oh, good. Yeah, I was able because the problem I've been finding is so many of them say, you know, add to offer or something like that. And then those dealers seem to like want you to pay on through like PayPal or something like that. So, Finding one that actually has like buy this card now listed on there is has been kind of tough for me. Finally found somebody who had a card that I needed at a decent price and was able to accept payment through the app there. So I'm like, all right, we're on this one. We'll get this. So Woo-hoo. yeah, big big congrats to them though. I mean, 200 million cards is a real nice, uh, real nice uh, milestone right there. Especially considering, I mean, they didn't even have the marketplace till what a year ago or so. Yeah, yeah. So also, um, our friends at uh, there were we had uh, a. I don't know what they're voting. The all the yeah. the dealers voted at the national this year for the 2026 national, and Chicago won over uh, winning out over Atlantic City and Atlanta. I don't think too much of a surprise on that. Would you agree? Not a surprise, but a major disappointment to me. I was hoping. I mean, I think Atlanta deserves a chance to host there. I mean, Atlantic City. We've had our gripes about Atlantic City. I'd be perfectly happy to never see them host another one again. But to have the vote. Among the, all the dealers that were at the Chicago show, where the hell do you think they're going to vote for the show to be at? I mean, of course, they're all going to vote for Chicago. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, they, I, they need to go and find me 119 votes, basically. <laughs> uh, yeah, know what they need is I, they I, need to, yeah. they need to find another city that, that yes. is, is, is close to Chicago. And that's the problem, right? Yeah. And I mean, up until, you know, fairly recently, the last, you know, 20, 30 years or so, it used to be all over the country. And now, it's just been, it's like, okay, it's either Atlantic City, Cleveland, Chicago, Atlantic City, Cleveland, Chicago. And that's all it's been for about the last decade and a half. And it's like, guys, let's let's mix in a couple other places, you know, mix in Atlanta, put in a, uh, I don't know, uh, I don't want to say Phoenix because nobody wants to go to Phoenix in July or anything like that. But, True. you know, mix in a, a Seattle somewhere out in California. I mean, I know they've got various things they have to meet in terms of, you know, floor space, in terms of the price of booth rentals, all kinds of things like that. But Somebody out there has got to be willing to work with them. This is the biggest sports collectors trade show in the country. I would think almost anybody would be would be absolutely ecstatic to have that coming to their uh, convention center. And it just seems like no. I mean, nobody. It seems to be just kind of a lukewarm thing. It's like, how is this possible? So yeah, yeah. It would be good to maybe try to go to San Diego or uh, back to LA again. I don't know. Yeah. And speaking of San Diego, that's I think that's one of the big the pro Chicago proponents point out is that. San Diego is the host of the big Comic Con every single year, and nobody seems to complain about that. Nobody seems to complain that that doesn't go to other cities or anything like that. It's like, yeah, to a degree, I can understand that, but that's that's their tradition versus the uh, tradition of the national, which has always been all over the country. So I don't know. I agree. Well, so excuse me. Well, we have some um, some news from from the card manufacturers. Yeah, we've got some uh, signings of uh, big name stars for some autograph deals. Fanatics. Just announced this week they have signed uh, soccer superstar Harry Kane to an autograph deal. 
plays for Team England. Last I saw, he played in the English Premier League. I think he may have transferred somewhere else, but my, I'm, I'm not on top of uh, EPL news right now for anybody other than Chelsea, and Chelsea had a crappy season, so I'm just not on top of any of the news out of there right now. But then you also have a Panini making a splash in the baseball world. They have signed Dylan Cruz to an autograph deal. Uh, it actually was announced a month ago or so, but I didn't see it until just today. But of course, Dylan Cruz, one of the top draft picks in this past year's draft, they have signed him to an autograph deal. So both companies, I mean, despite all the uh, legal wranglings and everything and not knowing what's going to be happening in the future, both companies think some big splashes in sports that they really don't have a whole lot of uh, control over. I mean, Panini doesn't really have a whole lot they can do in baseball. Fanatics doesn't have a whole lot they can do in soccer, but here they are uh, scooping each other's sports and uh, players in them and everything. So interesting to see that, kind of cool to see it. And uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully that's uh, hopefully it's going to work out well for those players and for the hobby. Yeah, and, and it's interesting to see how they're each positioning themselves, right? They're all kind of yes. getting getting just themselves in one, one area or another, and, and I think they're, they're both trying to make inroads into places where the other guy is, right? And that's what right, they're doing. Right, right. It's all about keeping a toehold on there and hopefully trying to scoop a, scoop a, whatever you can off the, uh, whatever you can out of those other areas. Yeah, well, uh, in the auction news, uh, PWCC has the sep- their September auction going on. It's running through the 28th of September. They, they've got a lot of uh, cards, including rookie cards of uh, Mantle, Aaron, Ross, Bill Russell, and Wayne Gretzky. And they have an SGC 8, 1953 tops. Willie Mays is all sorts of cool cards in this uh, PWCC auction. So make sure you check it out. That runs through the 28th of September. Have some great numbers to report. We do. Yeah, numbers back up again after uh, the hurricanes have gotten out of the way, after uh, holiday weekends are over. But uh September 11th through 17th, PSA, 313,100 cards that have gone uh, through them. That is a 46% increase over the previous week, so nice to see them back up over that 300 barrier there again. SGC, a big week for them as well, a 29% increase to 27,600 cards graded. Beckett up 21% as well, 14,500 cards graded. And uh, right now, no info from CGC, but I would bet they probably were up as well. I mean, it seems like it seems like everybody kind of flows the same way if all three are if three of them are up the fourth one probably will be too yeah so what's that three hundred fifty thousand cards plus graded right by just the three yeah. grading companies yep. a lot well drew we have some new releases this week the uh 2022 panini flawless football is out you get one pack of 10 cards this is a high-end product guys you get six on card auto one or two gems and two or three memorabilia cards they're going for about $7,800. It's the 2022 Panini Flawless Football is out this week. Got yeah, some stuff coming in the next couple of days. You're two days away from the Topps Allen and Ginter 2023 release. Always a favorite product of mine. You'll see 24 packs with eight cards per pack. Three hits per box in there. It's going to run you $145. A total set run there. You have a 350-card base set with the last 50 being short prints. And, of course, that's one that always has all the Mostly baseball, but a lot of non-baseball ones put in there as well. So it'll be, uh, I'll be interested to see who those non-baseball ones are going to be this year and how many of them are good signers. Yep, finally coming out on the 22nd as well as the 2023 Panini Mosaic Football. You get 10 packs, 15 cards per pack, 2 autos, 15 mosaic parallels, 5 silver parallels, 20 inserts. Boxes are going between $430 and $500. That's 2023 Panini Mosaic Football coming out on the 22nd. Got a Panini Baseball offering coming here as well. 2023 Panini Select Baseball. $145 price tag on that one. And in a box, you'll be getting 12 packs 
five cards per pack in there. So 60 cards total, two autographs and two memorabilia. Well, Drew, that wraps up early hobby happenings for the week. Don't forget to listen to our show on Saturday, right? Our show on Saturday, we will have all uh, this, the hobby news plus, uh, plus more. So make sure you listen to our show on Saturday. Well, Drew, this week uh, we had the pleasure of interviewing Alan Lewis. Alan Lewis is a collector from North Carolina. He is a Wade Boggs collector and a Red Sox collector and uh, a Red Sox fan. And uh, it was fun to talk to him. I love to talk to uh, guys that are passionate about collecting. And Alan Lewis is, is definitely passionate about collecting. So please interview, uh, enjoy my interview with collector Alan Lewis. It's football season. There's no better time to get your NFL stars, rookies, and veteran cards graded. CGC Cards offers fast turnaround times, so you get your cards back even faster. They have crystal clear holders, so your cards shine. And best yet, all starting at just $12 a card. Head to cgccards.com to start grading your cards today. This week's interview is brought to you by Certified Sports Guarantee, csgcards.com for superior sports card certification and grading. This segment is sponsored by Collex, the free app for scanning and cataloging your cards. Buy or sell cards on the marketplace. Turn the hobby into your side hustle today. All right, guys, it's time for another edition of Collector's Corner. We have a very special collector on the line with us. His name is Alan Lewis. He is R.A. Lewis 3, at R.A. Lewis 3 on Twitter. He is uh, from North Carolina. He is a Wade Boggs collector, and that's why we're talking to him, because who doesn't love Wade Boggs? And he's a Red Sox fan, and yeah, be quiet. I get to, It's my show. We can talk. I can talk to whoever I want, and I'm talking to another Red Sox fan, so welcome, Alan. There you go. Thank you for uh, having me on, Jeff. Um, uh, don't have the draw that that New England draw that you. No, no, and, uh, it's better that you have the draw. I'd, I'd rather that, have that, your draw. No, the the one that you and um, uh, Mark Hoyle have. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to I listened to that uh, broadcast y'all did about three years ago. And I thought to myself, man, those guys are from New England. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're lifers, but you know yep. what? Uh, it's my show, and I can talk to as many Red Sox fans as I want. That, so, if you, Yan- you Yankees fans, you 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 want to be on the show? All you have to do is send me an email at ttmcast at yahoo.com, and I'll have you on. But it's it's Red Sox. We're talking there, Red Sox today. There you go. There you but go. Al- Alan is from uh, North Carolina, as you can hear in his his voice. And uh, why don't you tell us how you got involved with uh, you know collecting Wade Boggs in I sucks in all the way down there in North Carolina. Um, when I first got into cards big time, I was probably in my early twenties, and uh, uh, I saw a lot of folks that were, you know, they were at the time what we would call today super collecting. Yep, individual players and everything. And uh, this is about '87, I think it was. And uh, just looking at the numbers back then, it was uh. Okay, I like this. I like this guy in Boston that plays third base for the Sox. And Who's uh, this, this guy? That guy, yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. This this guy right here. I just got just got this the other day as well. Yeah, I picked this up. I, I picked up the 1988 Red Sox yearbook at a used bookstore here yesterday, actually for two dollars. Yeah, and, and it, it's got Boggs and Clemens on the cover, and I just I had to have it. Yeah, but uh. <laughs> I uh, started collecting him probably in 87 and collected him uh, right on through the mid, probably the mid 90s. And uh, 
like a lot of guys, uh, starting to get teenage daughters. Uh, well, they're about seven or eight anyway. Yeah, and I'm getting old. Yeah, had two daughters and everything, and some something had to something had to be put on the back shelf. So collecting did, and since the mid to late nineties, I wasn't collecting anything until. Um, like we said, just before you, uh, started, uh, just before we started, um, started collecting back during the pandemic. Uh, I run across, um, um, uh, Rich Davis's, uh, Twitter page. Yep, I had Rich on the show. He, he, he's the, the, the penultimate. That's right. That's right. And, and I thought I had some bog stuff until I saw his, his setup and, uh, Anyway, I got back into it uh, probably around August of 2020. Okay, I think it was, and um, uh, started collecting a bunch of bog stuff and everything. It didn't, and didn't take me long to realize that he'd had a whole lot more cards come out since he retired than he did when he was playing. Sure. And uh, even uh, we spoke earlier about uh, John Richard, um, uh, how he's probably got as many different box cards as anybody and he doesn't have but about 60 percent of them uh he's got you know he's got four or five thousand and i said well i can't compete with these guys i'm not going to try to compete with these guys i've always loved vintage baseball stuff and uh so now, i still pick up box cards on a regular basis uh anything that i have that i don't have that's reasonably priced uh I, i'll pick up but uh I've, Started started doing a lot of bunch uh, a bunch of uh, vintage cards and vintage memorabilia. Um, you didn't see these a while ago, but I got this thing. Oh, that's nice. That's that's uh, Ted Williams Rookie Sports Illustrated. That that's a nice one. Five, it's a graded five O by uh, C C C. Yes, yes, sir. Um, and that's actually, did you did you pick that up before it was graded, or did you buy it graded? Uh, picked it up before it was graded. Uh, picked it up it's actually a newsstand version too uh, nice not, how, uh, how is the I, I um use them for cards but i haven't used them for uh, periodicals and publications how how was the pro how did you like enjoy the uh, grading process this one took a while no excuse okay. me this one took a while i checked the grade out on this sucker that's mickey Mantle. yeah that's a nice one too nine eight nine eight yes sir um that's but that's a newer one right that's a newer that, that's 95 that's from uh after he passed yeah but, um uh that one took a while but the the williams didn't take long at all evidently they cleared up their backlog but uh and and they switched their slabs okay and good if if they had the reputation and i know folks say that none of the grading companies have got a real good reputation but if they had the reputation, say a PSA, I'd have all my cards graded by them because of the the clarity of the slabs. Yeah, I agree. I I really enjoy their slabs. I like their slabs. Yeah, they're they're just crystal clear. And then, uh, I haven't I I don't have an old slab. Uh, but to hear um the guy uh, he's also on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, CGC Sports Illustrated, um. Uh, what is his name? James Kehoe. Okay, I don't know James. Uh, but he's he he that's what he collects is Sports Illustrated. 
the 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 newsstand versions because and it makes perfect sense relatively speaking there's fewer copies of this that exist today right than than the, than the one that they the, the subscription ones that they sent out right and and more fewer of those exist uh probably than uh 54 ted williams top score so how, how much did you spend to to get the ted williams the sports illustrated ted williams do you remember not to get graded just how much did you buy it raw it went more than $20, $30. Yeah, wasn't that a great deal? Yeah, yeah. You know what? I think that's, I think collecting periodicals and correct and magazines and programs is, um, there's a lot there. You know what I mean? I don't think, I don't know, I don't think enough people collect those. So you can go out and get really great buys on historic, historic issues. Right. It's, it's just like cards. Though. You've got to, you've got to search. You, you've got to search because, uh, you know, the same same magazine on on eBay, you can find for $100 raw all day long. I just kept searching, kept searching, kept searching until I found one. Uh, is, that, is, it, is it harder for you not being in New England to to pick up stuff from the, for the Red Sox and for Boggs? Because you're, you know, I, I again, I go to a used bookstore yesterday and they have right. this 1988 Red Sox Pro yearbook out just sitting there for $2. You, you're yeah. not gonna, it's not going to happen for you. I know I don't have that. I don't have that kind of fortune like you guys do. I, and seen a lot of guys that uh, post stuff, uh, including Mark. And yeah, I mean Mark. Mark's the best. Mark's the best at finding things that no one's ever found before. And he finds them in uh, antique stores yep. or, or wherever. And uh, it's just it's just remarkable. Uh, but no, I don't have that. I, there's one antique shop uh, about 45 minutes away from me that I've. I picked up a couple of items from, but uh, his prices aren't the best. It's just that when it's, I see something that catches my eye and uh, I'm working on a 62 top set and I'm down to about six cards. Wow. Now. And uh, so, you know, I, I picked up a few of those from him, but uh, um, other than that, there's not a card shop within 50 miles of me. Yeah, so you, I mean, you really, Alan, you really dove into it. It wasn't just something like, oh, I'm going to start collecting again and pick up a, th a few things here and there. You really, and I, and I can tell from your posts on Twitter that you could, because that's why I asked you to come on, because I love your posts on Twitter that you're you're a, a, a hardcore collector. What what would what was your family, what did your wife and, and kids think of you getting back into cards after uh, not being involved in them for so long? <laughs> My wife has always said, which my dad, she picked up on this from my dad back when, when he was alive and I was collecting earlier, uh, cards only worth what somebody's going to pay for it. <laughs> right. We know that. <laughs> and I know that. Yeah. But, uh, um, she, she tolerates it. She tolerates it. I got to go. Are you a TTM or do you send stuff out to get, to get signed? I do. I prop well, not to the degree that you and uh, a, a lot of other guys on Twitter do. I probably haven't done one in three months. It's okay. just a matter of, uh, um, it's it's just a matter of who am I going to do? When am I going to do it and everything and, and getting the, the right card. Cause that's one of the things. And I think, I think uh, this might've been what prompted you to, to, to uh, interview me. One of the things that I learned is you got to really be careful about the card that you pick to send off to get signed. You do. There's some beautiful cards out there, but that don't mean they're good for signatures. Right. I know people that stick to just rookie cards, and that's that's okay. But 
Um, I, I'm kind of with you. Every I when I'm going through my cards or my binders or whatever, and I see a card, it just screams at me. It's like that that card needs to be autographed, you know. So that uh, and and uh, so you know, some cards hold autographs better than others. And I'm I'm collecting the '78 top set, which you know holds the autographs very well. Right. And uh, that's one of the reasons why I went. Uh, I've been doing that one, but uh, yeah. you know, yes. like that '62. I don't think that would be a great set to get signed. I don't. No, think it, it it wouldn't. It wouldn't. I, I'm just doing it because it, I uh, I picked up a couple of cards. The the first card show I went to after I got back into collecting, I picked up a couple, uh, probably a half a dozen '62s, uh, mainly because that was my birth year. And yep. uh, uh, next thing I know. Um, Brett, uh, I think he's card collector 77 out in California. Uh, I was conversing. He was one of the first ones I was conversing with also on, uh, uh, on Twitter. Um, he had a, he sold me a bunch that were in various, uh, grades from poor yep. to maybe excellent, you know, for about 130 of them for about 40 bucks. Uh, yeah, you can't go that, wrong, right? And that, and that got me on the, on that road. And I've said before, and I'll say it again: this is going to be the first and last set I put together. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're, spe we're speaking with Alan Lewis. Alan is a collector. He is from North Carolina. He is on Twitter at r a l e w i s three. Please follow him on Twitter. He's a, he's a great follower. He is a Wade Boggs collector, a Red Sox uh, fan. He is collecting the '62 uh, top set, and he's what going to need about nine cards. Maybe we can help you with that one. Is there? Um, do you have a favorite uh, item in your collection? Something that that really uh, has sentimental value for you? Not necessarily the most valuable item. Um, way back when when I started collecting uh, in the in the eighties, used to go to a lot of tough stuff shows up in Richmond, Virginia. Okay, I don't know if you remember that per periodical or not? I do. I do remember tough stuff. Sure, they used to have a huge show in Richmond, Virginia, twice a year, and um. I started uh, at that time. The only autographs I collected basically were um, 500 home run club members. Okay. Which in the on balls on photos. What did you like to get them on? Baseballs. On baseballs. Okay. And at the time, uh, that was a very very exclusive club. It's about doubled in size now. Uh, we won't go into the reasons why, but yeah. <laughs> Anyway, it's all right. It's a, we, we, yeah. I don't discriminate. If you hit 500, you hit 500. Yeah, but uh. Um, that's, that's kind of what I started with and everything. And, uh, opposite of what you're looking at now, we've got a shelf right in front of my desk. Uh, that's got 10 of those balls in it. And I've got all and let's see, I got Murray, Jackson, Matthews, Killebrew, Mays, Aaron, Frank Robinson, Mike, uh, Mike Schmidt, Billy McCovey, Ernie Banks, Ted Williams, and uh mickey mickey was actually the first first ball I ever got very nice and did uh, you have you and, have you had a chance to meet boggs at any of the shows or I did, I did i met him um i think it was october of two, 2020 it's either 2020 or 2021 uh went to nashville and uh he was appearing in a show there and uh got to meet him uh actually that was about the six autographs I'd gotten from him by that point in time because I'd, I'd done some through the mail with him. He's great. Yeah, he is. Isn't he great with fans? Yes, when, he is. He's and very it, down to earth and he, he's very, I, I really enjoyed, I enjoyed Wade as a player, but I think 
since he's retired, I think he's just been such a great uh, ambassador for baseball, and, and he's just really great with the fans. He he is. He'll uh he'll uh answer. He, you know, he answered questions. I, I got talking with uh, again Rich Davis uh, a couple of times when I first got into it and everything, and I had an old I had an old uh, Red Sox jersey that was actually a Paul Tuckett jersey that I'd gotten again forty years ago. Yep. Uh, that was number twenty nine. Well, you know what? You know what the nine and the six will do. <laughs> so I fl- I flipped that nine into into the six, and uh, I actually wound up sending it to him, getting him to sign that. Oh, nice! Very so, very, very but, nice. Um, yeah, he's he's great with fans, both both through the mail, um, on Twitter. Uh, he's very accessible on Twitter and everything, and uh, that's great at shows as well. How do you use any of the uh, the computer tools out there? Uh, to either manage your collection or, or you know, uh, keep your keep your collect collection in order, or do you, you know what I'm talking about? Any of the any of the the inventory management tools or the collecting tools or any of the kind of the computer stuff that that these kids are using nowadays. <laughs> uh, uh, about once or twice a year, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, TCD database. Yep, I've used that. I've used um, uh, was it the sports collector? card form as far as getting addresses and everything sure. to the, through the mail. Uh I about once once a year or so I I I need to I need catalog this. Yeah, me and too. I might spend a week or two doing that and then I get, you know, after about two days of that you get tired. Uh but uh uh no I don't I don't n- nowhere near have everything inventory. I know, isn't it? It's that that's my goal. Uh you'd have been here up here in New England this winter. I'm gonna really dive into it. I've been starting to I've been starting to do it and I just have so much stuff that uh you know, if something ever happens to me, my family has no idea what to do with this stuff. You know, they yeah, they would have no yeah. idea. And that that's one of the things that every now and then it, it starts wearing on me. Okay, you're sixty one. <laughs> uh the kids the kids are a little uh my daughters and and their son-in-law my son-in-law's more so that's neat but you know you don't they don't have the bug yep um and uh i wonder wonder what am i doing all this because <laughs> <laughs> we're crazy alan that's why we're doing it <laughs> you, you get you get bitten by this bug and it's i just can't i can't explain it to people people will yeah. say you look at all the stuff you you have and all the stuff you've uh, accumulated and like yeah, i love it all i just uh, i can't explain you can't explain yeah. it to people sometimes yeah it's it's that it's it's that one one piece of our childhood that we don't want to let go of yeah, and it's it's great reminiscing. Do you um go to any of the minor league game uh, games down in your your neck of the woods? Because you've got who do you Green Greensboro? Are they near you? No, Greensboro's about uh three hours away. But oh, okay, uh, the uh, Down East Wood Ducks used to be the uh Kinston Indians. Used to be the single A version of uh the Cleveland Indians. Um, actually, uh, I've got a Andrew Jones autographed baseball. That I got in Kinston. Kinston's about an hour from me. Uh, got an uh, autographed baseball from him that I got in June of 1996. You know what he did in October of 96, don't you? 
They played in the World Series, right? World Series, and he was the youngest player to hit two home runs in his first World Series game. Yep. So but, it's uh, funny. Yeah, but uh, saw Manny, Manny Ramirez, uh, Albert Bell, Charles Nagy, you know, several guys come through there b- back in those days. Um, uh, when I when I got back into things, I had some had some old yearbooks from back then, and I pulled through the yearbooks and pulled out score sh- the uh, the rosters, and saw where um, I didn't realize it at the time, but Chipper Jones come through there with Durham, sure. uh, you know, and the whole nine yards. So it's uh it's it's interesting when you look back on those things, uh, you know, because with the access to the internet, uh, this. Uh, his kid with the Yankees, uh, uh, Jason Dominguez. Jason Dominguez, that from what I understand, just uh, just tore his elbow up, um, uh, you know, two years ago. He's eighteen years old. His stuff, his autograph card, selling for four thousand bucks. No, I know it's crazy, and, isn't it? Uh, um, I, I'm sorry. That, yeah, nowadays you, you have access to more of that information. Yep. How so, about uh, the red t- today's Red Sox? So you, uh, do you enjoy the Red Sox now? And, and uh, is there do you have a favorite player on today's teams? Uh, it's hard not like Devers when everything's <laughs> when he's completely yeah. focused. <laughs> he's, so, he's so good. Yeah, he it kind of reminds you of um, of of uh, Adrian Beltre, right? Uh, that no, I was going to say Manny. As far as Manny being Manny, yeah, I think he's he's. As close to Adrian Beltre as we've got, we've got, right. I think, in terms of as a hitter, as in terms of a fielder, as in a ball player, and if he stays on this track, he certainly will make the Hall of Fame. Don't oh you yeah, think? yeah, he he's got a ways to go, but if he stays healthy, um, if he stays healthy, that that will definitely be, you know, he's got the potential to do that. I uh, like some of the young guys that I've seen this year. Cassis, uh, he's got the power that boy's got is. Uh, is just unreal. Um, Jerry Duran can. I really like Duran. I really. He's a he, nice kid. His. Uh, you can't teach speed. Right. And, he, and he's got it. No, and Alan, I went to. I was down in spring training this year, and uh, you know, they, they all but gave up on Duran last year. Yeah. They 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 yeah. didn't think he was going to be. I did it. too. And I saw, but I saw him in spring training, right? And this right. kid is is uh buff he is just he worked out no no he went from being a kind of a soft guy to right. a, a real workout guy this this uh, this spring and gotcha. i said this kid's gonna have a great year because he was just serious i got you, know? you. and he, he he came out guns ablazing. i love to see that i know last year he had some lapses in the outfield and everything but uh yeah. uh i haven't seen that this year he's i think he's he still needs more practice time and center field at Fenway, which any rookie would. Right, I agree. He but, he's um he, the speed he has that speed though, and you 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 can't you can't teach speed. And the 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 one thing the Red Sox need is that guys that can run the bases because yeah. they they uh they have a tendency to be boring if they don't if they don't. There's a couple guys that run, you know, and yeah. uh, they don't have the power they used to have, and they can't wait around for the three run homer anymore. Right, right. Do you? Uh, I see you. You have the, the Life magazine of Sandy Koufax over your shoulder. There is he. Is he one of your favorites? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, the left arm of God. Yep. 
Yeah, I'm a left, I'm a le I'm a lefty, so I I I always he he was my my first favorite pitcher. You know, I'm a little I'm a little young for when he played because uh, he by the time I retired, I was I was just getting I was just born. So, but I uh, always loved him, and he's in he was uh he used to be a really really great signer through the mail before um, TTM and became you know autographs became a business. You know, gotcha, gotcha. Have you read uh Lefty's Legacy by Jane Levy? I have not. I know of it. I haven't read it though. I, I yeah. I say, in fact, at the used bookstore they have, and I've got I, every time I see it, I mean to pick it up, and I haven't yet. That is a great book. Great book. I highly recommend it. Um, yeah, he's uh, he, he kind of reminds you of a Jim Brown, Barry Sanders. Nope, I'm done. Yep. So that I can still uh, write my name forty years down the road. <laughs> Because uh, if if he'd been pitching today, number one, he'd never pitched the innings that he did. Uh, number two, he'd probably had Tommy John surgery at about thirty. Yeah. Well, me, I mean, look at Strasburg. He would have had he he. How long has Strasburg's career been extended just because they babied him? Right. They would yeah. have done that. They would have done that with Sandy Koufax too. Right. Right. But then you <laughs> then you look at somebody like Nolan Ryan, uh, and you know they. The uh, I re referred to Koufax as left arm of God. If that's the case, uh, Ryan's the whole right side. <laughs> yeah, as many innings as he pitched, as many years as he pitched. Um, you know, uh, I've I've told several folks growing up when when I grew up, especially as a young adult watching sports. There's two things you never took, n never, never missed the opportunity to watch. That was Nolan Ryan pitch, and Michael Jordan playing basketball. Well, you have to put Pedro Martinez pitching in there as well, because yeah. as a as a Red Sox fan, I never yeah. missed a Pedro start. Yeah, yeah well, was, that, was, that was a little that was a little later. True, it was, but he had, yeah, he, he had, had this, he had that same moxie about him that any night he could go out and throw a no hitter. Yep. What do you, uh, Alan, what do you have? Um, do you have any goals for collecting for the rest of the year? Is there something I know you're trying to finish the 62 set, but is there any goals that you things that you'd like to add to your collection uh, before the year end? Well, the 62 set is is probably it. Just so that I can get it behind me. Okay. Uh, as you know, like I like I mentioned earlier, um, that I probably won't do another set. Uh, it's because. It's kind of discouraging to have to spend the money that you have to spend on high number commons. High number commons kills you. Yeah, when you can, when you can go out and buy a Hall of Famer card from another set or even from that set for less money possible. Yeah, I finished the seventy three top set last year, and my right. last card was that stupid high number checklist. Right. And I forget what I spent on it. I might have spent like forty or fifty dollars, and it just killed me to spend a nickel on a checklist. <laughs> yeah. the, the the two big ones I've got left are uh, Willie McCovey, mm -hmm. uh, which is not a rookie card or anything, but it's it's a high number, a short print, and uh, Bob Uecker's rookie. Okay, do you have the um Jim, the Gaylord Perry? Oh yeah, yeah. I got I, I got Perry. I got I got Perry. I got Brock. I got I got all the other rookies. Uh, it's just those those are two big ones, and then there's there's like I said there's four or five other um, uh, high numbers, and I think the the only other 
quote unquote big name would be would be Kurt Flood. Do you do much trading or, or really just purchasing on uh, eBay or going to the shows? Given the opportunity, I, I'll I'll trade. Would you know? I've traded with several folks uh, through Twitter and everything. Um, uh, I haven't been to. I'm having withdrawals. I haven't been to a card show probably in six months. And uh, again, I'm in rural Eastern North Carolina. Yep. Uh, the closest card shows of any size are in Raleigh, which is about two hours away, which is not bad. But they only their the bigger ones only happen about four times a year, and it's just worked out that the last two I haven't been able to go to. Yeah, you know what? You really have to bite the bullet and go to maybe go up to Virginia to go to the Chantilly Show, which is a great show. That's not that that's not that far from you. I got a couple of those five hundred home run balls from that show. Yeah, that's a that's a great show, guys. We're speaking with Alan Lewis. Alan is R A Lewis three on Twitter, and what are we calling it? An X? I don't. It, it's yeah, not X. Twitter anymore. <laughs> He's on. I still call it Twitter. Uh, follow Alan on uh, Twitter. It's R A Lewis three. And if you can help him out on uh, with the sixty two, if you have any of the sixty two cards that he's looking for, uh, reach out to him. He is a, a Wade Boggs collector. He is a Red Sox fan. He's collect. He's working on the sixty-two top set right now. He is in, in North Carolina, and he is, uh, you know, he he he's removed a little, so he need he needs the internet to help him get get some cards. He's uh, also collects uh, five hundred autographed baseballs. He's got all sorts of uh, ma um, magazines and periodicals that he collects as well. He's he's a really uh, Fun collector. He just got back into collecting uh, in the pandemic. And did you really see that coming when when we kind of all got shut in? That that oh, you had to jump back. You were going to jump back into it, or what? What really um, brought brought you back into the collecting world? I had no idea. Like I said, I, I've I've had a Twitter or now X. I'm not paying the money for, per month, but I've had, <laughs> I've had a Twitter account uh, since 2013, and might have had 20, 30 followers, following 20, 30 people. Blah blah blah. And uh, one day in August, uh, after the pandemic started in March, I got to scrolling through that and everything, and I ran across uh, Rich Davis's site and yep. started clicking on some folks that he was communicating with. And uh, next thing I know, I'm up in the attic, <laughs> pulling, pulling stuff out of the attic. <laughs> it, it's so much fun, though, isn't it? I mean, you know, guys like I met Mark Hoyle on it. I, you meet you meet so many yeah. great, great collectors and great great guys out there and the thing about the the guys on twitter i think there's a lot of guys that just love it for collecting and then they're, they're not out there you know to 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 make a buck so to speak and i think there's a lot of guys on twitter that um, really love the the collecting and that that's kind of what i do yeah uh, that's i mean i've sold a few things but uh you know not not a lot um uh, maybe a thousand dollars worth in the last three years uh yeah uh I've done some done some swapping of some stuff. Uh, you know, I, whenever whenever somebody posts something, on, I, I'm on there enough and know certain individuals uh, or Sandberg collectors or Jackie Robinson collectors or whoever they are and everything. And I'll tag them when I see something I think they might be interested in. Um, but uh, it's uh it's it's fun to camaraderie. I know um, uh, there was a group. I don't know if you were able to go or not. Uh, yeah, they uh, went to the Hall of Fame. Went to the Hall of Fame back in was it March? It was yeah. I think it was last September, maybe September okay. October. 
Okay. But, uh, um, uh, maybe in another year or so, I'll be able to do that. Uh, meet up with some guys and everything. Have you been uh, up to the hall of fame recently? I went in 2017. Okay. And, so they have the shoebox uh, of treasures, right? Which is, which is a great uh, display. And I don't know if they had that when you went, cause it's a fairly new, new display. It's really good. I had, um, I had Josh Rawich on, who's the president of the hall, on a couple weeks ago, and um, they're doing a lot of cool stuff with the hall. It's it's a great it's a great time, and I love Cooperstown. I love Main Street. There's so many card stock shops yeah. on Main Street. It's it's yeah. just so much fun. Yeah, we um my wife and I went up there. Um, the the kids gave me uh, and her tickets to see the Red Sox and Yankees. Oh, nice. That's why uh, I was, that's why I was yesterday. And, uh, and right. Yeah. Uh, um, I had better luck as far as game results than you did, but yeah, uh, we lost, we lost four to one. Yeah. You couldn't but, do anything. Uh, uh, we went to Cooperstown and then went over to, uh, Boston. And, uh, the only thing, the only regrets I have is I didn't have about three days in each place. Um, Cooperstown, uh, it's just any small any small town in the country, and then, but for baseball fans and memorabilia collectors, it's like heaven on earth. Oh, it is! It's so much fun, if, guys. If you haven't been to the Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, go. Especially the the fall is a perfect time to go. Yeah, you, know, you don't have to go in July when they do when they do the the inductions. It's a, it's a it's a madhouse. There's too many people. Go in go in September and October when the weather's nice and there's not. 8 trillion people and you can walk around the hall and go get yeah. baseball cards at, uh, like but how many how many shops are there? it's got to be 20 shops within a mile right that that's everything that's there it's yeah. it's all it's all baseball oriented there there's nothing else uh but um yeah i was uh went into the uh the plaque room yep where they've got all the plaques and i'm sitting there with my phone taking pictures of all these individual plaques and it's close-ups i'm not doing you know, a whole wall. I'm doing close-ups, and my wife asked me, "Are you going to take a picture of everyone?" I said, "Just the folks I've read about or watched play, one or the other." <laughs> <laughs> well, you got a good woman there. She, 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 she took you to the Hall of Fame. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, my wife puts up with it as well. She she's not a baseball fan, but uh, God bless her. She puts up with my my craziness and and, uh, and feeds the beast, as we say sometimes. There you go. There you, there you go. All right, Alan, I, you know, I don't want to keep you all night. It was great to talk to you and, and talk collecting with you. Alan Lewis, go to follow him. Make sure you follow him on Twitter. It's R.A. Lewis 3, R.A. Lewis 3 uh, on Twitter. Follow him. If you can help him out with his 62 top set, he needs, what, six or eight cards to finish the set off. Uh, send him, just message him. He'll 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 uh, get back to you. He's also a Wade Boggs fan and a Red Sox fan. If you have any Wade Boggs stuff you'd uh, you'd like to trade with with Alan, he's all, always interested in trading. He is in North Carolina, so he's he's removed from all this Boston craziness. But he 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 uh, he, he was raised the right way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, my friend, it was it was nice spending a little time with you and learning about your your passion. And I love talking to collectors guys if you're you're listening and you want to be on the collector's corner just send me an email at uh ttmcast at yahoo.com we'd love to have you on we'll we'll, we'll give equal time to yankee fans right alan yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, we might ask what have, what have you done for us lately but we'll, we'll give him equal time <laughs> that's right all right my friend anything else you'd like to add before i let you go 
No, I appreciate it. I'd just like to um, give a shout out to uh, to all the folks I've met in the last three years on Twitter that uh, have really helped me and they have uh, they have fueled the fire. Um, uh, I'm not gonna mention I'm not gonna mention names because I'm gonna leave somebody out. Because <laughs> like I said, Bye, I, my friend. I, I had about 20 followers four years ago, and now I've got 2,100, and I couldn't. Yeah, I'm gonna miss somebody. Yeah, guys, follow Alan on Twitter. He posts all the time, and it's great content. So, uh, you know, it's, he's not he's not going to waste your time with the stuff he posts. And, yeah, you may get a little Wade Boggs heavy, but that's okay. We we love yeah. seeing Wade Boggs stuff. All yeah. right, my friend, nice to have you on the show. Nice to officially meet you and talk collecting with you. And uh, we will stay in touch, okay? All right. Appreciate you, Jeff. All right. Thanks, Alan. Uh-huh. Bye. Do any of you list your cards for sale on eBay? I've recently signed up with a software by the name of Card Dealer Pro. They take pictures of your sports and trading cards and use artificial intelligence to write the title, description, and upload to eBay. Now, I've gone from the ability to list 10 to 20 cards to 200 to 300 plus with the help of Card Dealer Pro. Go to www.carddealerpro.com to try their software completely free for 7 days and get 500 bonus skins by using the promo code TTM500 during sign up. Once again, that's TTM500. Use it at sign up and get 500 additional bonus scans at www.carddealerpro to list your cards with AI today. Drew, I love he had the the the, the southern drawl. I love this the southern <laughs> yeah. drawl. You know, especially when it's a Red Sox fan with the southern drawl, it's just a, it's it's just something for me. And he, Alan's very passionate uh he was a collector and then got back into it during uh the pandemic and he has a lot of cool stuff so it's nice to to talk to uh, somebody that's passionate guys if you're um want to be on the show and you're a collector all you have to do is just send us send us a little email to ttmcast at yahoo.com and we'll get you on all right this Saturday, we have a special uh, interview with Jeff Owens. Jeff Owens is the editor of Sports Collectors Digest. They have their uh, they're celebrating their anniversary. It's their anniversary issue. So I want to look back at some of the, the highlights of Sports Collectors Digest and talk to Jeff about what's going on in the hobby. So that will be coming on Saturday. Drew, anything else before I let you go? No, hopefully we'll have uh, some more. Uh, like I said, I got one TTM on the way. Hopefully I have some more to talk about on this weekend. and. Then next week, hopefully, I have a little bit of in-person stuff to talk about. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's been slow TTM in for the past uh, yeah. four or five days. So I'm hoping I get some as well, uh, guys. Hope you guys' uh, mailbox are full. I wish you many happy returns. We will see you on Saturday. Be good. <laughs>